This one's for the culture. Me and wifey in the room thinking of a master plan Thinking how we can influence the culture from where we stand Knowing that our steps are ordered by the master's hand Still ten toes down, we ain't switching up the stance The mission of this music ain't just to make them dance Trying to tell them about the rock And welcome to another bonus episode of The Bond Chronicles um, Such an eventful evening uh, <laughs> that we have here What is that? This is the, the thing Oh Okay, um, well, we are here to talk about another cultural moment, arguably the greatest verses we've seen thus far, um, Dipset and Locks. So It was amazing. Tell us more. What? No, you did such a good job at, you know, setting it up for me to dump. Go ahead, babe. You got it. All right, so... Uh, we had the verses that I believe a lot of people have been waiting for, especially I'm sure the citizens of New York City and Dipset versus Locks. And I know leading up to it, when I first heard it was announced, I was pretty excited. Uh, two groups that were definitely very prominent in my childhood growing up as far as being when they got hot, that was really the time. Uh, I'm a, I've been a huge Lil Wayne fan and Dipset played a huge role in breaking Wayne and his style and flow and delivery. And he's given him the credit, uh, rough rider, DMX locks, bad boy, all of that, that in told, uh, also obviously up there. So this was in essence, a clash of the Titans of New York city rap groups. Yeah. It was a huge, just melting pot for the culture. Just all that it entails. And it did not go as expected. It did not disappoint, though. It did not disappoint, but it did not go as expected. I I think we're seeing in verses. It doesn't always matter because I, I didn't watch all, really much of any of the Trina and Eve uh, verses. But performance matters. Gamesmanship matters. Um strategy matters and the locks had a much better strategy they had a much better game plan they executed much better and everybody i think was expecting to see drunk jada from the fab versus even though he still cooked fab uh and i like fab but i didn't think that was a fair versus anyway <laughs> um but we got focused jada we got motivated jada we got motivated all of locks. They didn't come to play no games. They came out swinging. And once they swung and hit, they just kept swinging and hitting. Did not miss. And then when they knocked the opponent to the ground, they stumped them out. (laughs) It wasn't competitive to me. It was. And that's the only part that for me lacked was when Dipset did play their joints, I didn't feel it. Yes, they didn't do enough, and, and which is just weird to see because when you think of Dipset back in the day, Dipset, like, they put on a show for you. Like, they would do TV appearances or whatever, and they were all in character, so to speak. And they didn't do none of that. Um, we did find out from another podcast, um, well, actually, Fat Joe said this, that Cameron wasn't even going to come out. He was about to leave 
um, before they came on stage. Like the, it started an hour late, um, but he wasn't even gonna come out on the stage. And so I'd really be interested to know what that was about because mm -hmm. that shows you just one, how incohesive everything was going in the diplomats, just their whole little crew is just crazy. And then obviously watching their performance, they weren't in sync at all. Everybody was an individual. Everybody was, I'm Cameron, I'm Joelle Santana, I'm Jim Jones. We're not, it wasn't, I didn't feel like it was like a, any clear decisions were made before they got on the stage uh, in the ring. No, I agree. And you mentioned kind of the, the antics, so to speak. And when Cam didn't come out in pink, I knew. Oh, I knew. Yeah. I knew Dipset was in he trouble. He didn't come out in the fur chinchilla. Like, like Jim came out with fresh braids. Not, <laughs> yeah, not you, a good sign. You got to get Krusty Jim on the stage for this something like this. Their, their DJ, both DJs, me was trash, but their DJ was by far worse. They came out late. They came out with a million people who they could not control. Who they could not, neither, I mean, neither side could really get control of their people, but they came out with a lawn chair. Like they came out like they was going to a beach in Miami or a, a beach party or a day party or something. And the locks came out like they was going to go to war. Like they came to fight. Uh, yeah, to fight. Like Styles had on like he looked super comfortable in some sneakers. Jada had on some Tim's. So those are I'm ready to stump somebody out shoes. Yeah. And um, Sheik was Sheik was he's super a lot bigger than I, I thought. Like I knew he was big, but he wasn't that big back in the day though. Right, but he, he even went in the gym. I don't know. Styles has the juicing and Jada does the working out. So I guess they're all in shape, uh, which you could see through their performance from start to finish. Uh, they was ready. And it, it was evident from the beginning, even on songs, I think that if you played them in your car, Dipset would have won. When they performed, they, it, they it, it didn't, didn't, nothing really hit. Um, even balling didn't hit like balling was supposed to hit. Um, and there wasn't really much the locks played that didn't hit. Yeah. And the locks, one, it's, I'm not going to say it's hard to find a bad song amongst them, but they've, I think that was the problem because before leading up to this, everyone's like, Dipset's going to wipe the floor with the locks. Dipset this, Dipset that. They're so much better. And I'm like, I'm like, I like Dipset, but I was never like a huge fan. Like I liked the, you know, the singles and a few other like mixtape songs. I'm a fan of the locks. Like I really like Jada Kiss. Like I've listened to all of his albums. I've always appreciated Styles P. Um, Sheik, I don't think I ever listened to any of his individual product projects, but he was a lyricist nonetheless. Um so I'm just thinking, like, do y'all know who these who these dudes are? Like, and not even just thinking about, you know, after Bad Boy, everything that they were on on Bad Boy was a Billboard Hot 100 or, you know, whatever that radio station is in New York mm. is super popular. Like, those songs were in heavy rotation. They won awards, Grammys, just a myriad of accolades. <laughs> um that goes with the repertoire that is the locks. 
And I'm like, this isn't going to be the landslide that all you dipset people are thinking it's going to be. And of course, I was right. Um, but obviously, the, the big part of it was Jada came out and he took the lead and he took charge and just kept, like you said, they kept hit after hit after hit and then just stomped them out in the end. Um, there were a few rounds um, that Dipset did, you know, try to make a comeback in it. I think it was Touch It or Not. Like, that was a hit. Like, that was a good one against uh, People Done Started Something. <laughs> you know, just trying to be a little politically correct around here. Um, and that was, like, the third round. Like, I was like, okay. They're, they're loosened up a little bit. They're going to get into a wave, but they didn't. Uh, I agree, but I think the issue came is Touch or Not's like a top five dipset song. It is. So they started throwing big, big records early because of, I think, the way the tone was set. And I, again, I don't think they strategized uh, because they came with – Sorry, you don't. I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. Um, they came with was it band from TV? Crunk music, That's which is a, a dope song, but yeah, so they came with Santana's Town. Um, and then so they went with Crunk music, Touch It or Not, and Santana's Town, which are big, big records. And a lot like, why not? Moved by that, <laughs> we don't we, care. We, we got that, and um, they just played right through it. To um, I was trying to think of when they played the Reservoir Dogs was a big uh comeback, but there was one more that they did, and I don't know where it is. Um, I didn't go through this list enough, it was just pulled up. Um, but and they gave them that, which I don't know if I would agree with. Oh. So speaking of which, so then they came with, they played Welcome to New York mm -hmm. and that was a hit. But then once it was like, as soon as Locks heard certain records play, they knew what to play. They knew right what after. to play next. Yeah. And that happened over and over again. Um, and so I just shout out to them. They were unified. They knew each other's words. They were in shape. They executed the well, they they completed the assignment or what? how, how yeah, the they thing they that, they um they understood the assignment. They, they understood the assignment and they executed highly. Um Cam finally played Oh Boy and Hey Ma, thinking that those records were gonna hit. And Jada came back with the Mariah's and he had a couple other uh songs that followed right back up. So <clears throat> I thought it was a huge, um huge for the culture. Um but Ultimately, I think I think if you are you can't do that on an audio podcast. I didn't blow into that. It catches everything. I've done it before. Okay. Um I think if you come out of this with the takeaway, I think you come out with these groups maybe not were as evenly matched as we thought. And I think that's a shame because Dipset was culture. Like Dipset was a wave. It was it was a movement. It was a 
a swag. It was so much more than just the music. And they look bad. And <laughs> I haven't heard much from any of them. Absolutely not. Uh, since then. They because have, they, I, they, I think. There's not a lot that they can't say. I agree. But leading up to it, there was like, you know, fun jabs and things like that. But the way in which they just got, quote unquote, undressed in front of the world, it was kind of humiliating. And <laughs> you you can't do that. And I think it was a lesson learned. But I think it was a harsh lesson that they had to learn. Um. Yeah, I agree with uh, all of that. Um, when they did the Dipset anthem, like even leading up to the Dipset Dipset anthem, they were trying to build some momentum. But it was like, like you said, as soon as they heard certain songs, they already knew what they were going to play in response to that. And so, love Dipset anthems. Pro- probably one of my favorite Dipset songs. But to that, for that to be followed by the Benjamins, like there is no place in the world when that beat drops that it don't hit. Um, <laughs> and I even when I, when we were watching it, I posted it on Facebook. I was like, that was smart. Whoever you know made the decisions, how they made the decisions for how they were gonna handle this, genius. That was great. Um, like you said, when Jim Jones tried to do his little lover boy, I got songs for the ladies. Jadakiss was like, oh, so you want to get in the lady bag? And they pulled out hits. Like, I think they were probably only thinking of the Mary J. Blige remix song that Jada was on. But they've got songs with Mariah. Like, they've got songs with, oh, no, that's Mason and Brandy. Like, they've got songs. I mean, they said a song more. Yeah, yeah, they've got songs. J-Lo, Mary. Yeah, um, every mood, every occasion. Just, it was just brutal. Yeah, they had had singles, they had hits, they had love joints, they had freestyles, they had anthems, and they just executed everything. They just did everything better. They did everything better. Like, they were, I don't know enough to say, I think they were dressed appropriately because... It looked like it got hot up there. Every oh, all man. Of them had to come out of all their Jim shirts. Jim Jones, like and Jim was, fell. He said he went and jumped <laughs> off looking for a ring. Bro, I watched the not, tape. He fell. You fell. You fell. And it's okay. And it, that you fell. Like, we're glad you're okay. Worst things have happened to people. Um, Joel's came out and you know, Joel's fashion. And I'm but I'm looking at him like you've got on a coat, Big a shirt. Coat. A scarf, a hat, a, a hoodie underneath. Like, bro, what are you thinking? You're just gonna stand there and sweat to death. <laughs> Apparently. And then Jim was in all leather, leather everything. The the hat was dope. Yeah. But it was leather. And they were in the on the middle of the stage, moving around. Half the stage was taken up by their fan club. Just more and more people just got popping up. <laughs> Women. White men, like <laughs> I don't know where these people came from, but I I would say this. So I don't know how long ago it's been. Uh, I said I thought the versus wave was dying, and for a while I think it did. 
when they switched over to Triller and they came with it wasn't Ghost Face. I don't think they did the first one. It was um, Method Man, Red Man. Uh, were they part of the new switch over? I think so. Uh, they may have been D'Angelo, but no, nah, that was the last one. Mm. D'Angelo and Friends, the last one, which I thought was awful. Yeah, D'Angelo um, wasn't that great. But and I, I'm I'm almost saying it and I can't say it. But nonetheless, like I thought there was an opportunity for it to really fall off. I did. I thought the big acts had kind of moved on. I didn't know really what to expect. They had the rematch between uh, Swizz and Tim, which was cool. Uh, they had the uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and uh, the Isley Brothers, which was cool. But for modern day. I thought they had tapped out. And so we're waiting to hear what the next one will be. Uh, I haven't heard anything. But. I mean, when we were having that conversation, I said to you, like, if they do it, plan it strategically, they can still ride the wave. Um, but the, their biggest competition was outside opening back up again. Right. And now that that is kind of like looming in the balance, all they have to do is plan around athletics now yeah and so this was on a tuesday night which mm -hmm. i thought was smart but to your point that was a lot of why i didn't think it would work in the um i think the bow wow and soldier boy was on a saturday yeah because we had to go back and watch it um so i think they learned from that because i thought that was big but saturday night as things are finally opening up you're not gonna get the best audience so tuesday worked and now that things are starting to shut down a little bit, I think that um, fortunately for them, I think they'll be back. Mm, yeah, like according to them, viewership has not really dropped a whole lot. Um, mm, now, yeah. The, yeah, I don't, I don't know necessarily how true that was. Um, but it, a big part of it's going to be who they can get to come on. Because it's obviously, it's the names. They've switched the platform, which I'm not a fan of. The Triller app is stupid. <laughs> Man, we used the Fight TV Oh, yeah, they, we, we did use the yeah, Fight TV Because the Triller app. app does so. Yeah, it was hard to navigate, hard to figure out where you got to go to get to the actual live stream. Even the Fight app, there's a bunch of other stuff. I had to scroll and find it. Like It should be banner front and center, like with the Kanye thing. There was like eight different options to live stream. The Kanye, event. yeah. Uh, but so. it was the same way when um, when the Versus was on Apple. Mm. Like you go to the so page and it's like, it. boom, boom, there it is. Come watch us. Yeah. Um, so I hope they, could, they can streamline that a little bit more. And to, for, you know, lucky for them, there's still a lot of artists who seem interested in doing a Versus um who have good catalogs of music i don't know if you saw it but jennifer hudson would be interested in doing uh <laughs> versus <laughs> no what's that what's that face for okay okay i'm not watching jennifer hudson oh i mean i know you're not watching jennifer hudson i don't but other people 20. oh yeah she doesn't have 20. No, so and then, then they were talking about being Fantasia, who she would go up against. And Fantasia, I, I love Jennifer Hudson. I've listened to a lot of her music. I, about, I thought she was about to say something crazy. No, nah, but Fantasia would, I mean, respectfully, wipe the floor <laughs> with Jennifer Hudson. 
Um, so we'll see what they've got lined up. I've definitely been enjoying what they've done so far. So I'm excited. Um, I did think it was interesting, and we are planning to go to Hers Light Festival in New York in October. Can't wait. Please her, she, don't shut down. She recently posted that she basically saying that she had a 20. And I don't, it was like all the different awards she's won, but it's 20 hits. So I would watch it, whoever they put her up against. I I, I would I would I'm fan. <laughs> so no 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 her, I, I would definitely watch her versus someone whoever mm, nah she still gotta make sure she's matched appropriately oh i mean for sure i'm just saying like i would Can't watch go out it there embarrassing my girl she wouldn't get embarrassed like i'm just saying in general she has enough songs at this point mm -hmm. that would qualify her to yeah. go and get on that stage and see what she can go up against who would she go with um, I would put her against like Jasmine Sullivan. That could work. I don't think Jasmine's twenty was gonna match hers twenty. Mm. Jasmine got features though. She's got features, and her first two albums, first three albums were really really good. And they all those all had top twenty singles on it. Mm. Um, I would put her against. I don't know, actually. Maybe because um, there's not a lot of people, I think, in this generation that can really compete with her skill set because right. she can sing, she plays yeah, instruments. So from a performance standpoint, I think that would be Yeah, that that would be rough for another new newer star to go up against. Because when was it? Ron Isaac put out the guitar? Who put it? One of them. I can't remember. No, yeah, it was. It was either. Yeah. The, brother from so the Isleys. <laughs> you pull out a guitar. a guitar or a drum set or something or a piano, she start going in. What do you do like, against that? <laughs> and you're just over there standing there dancing <laughs> two-step. You uh, It might be a long night. So no, I, I, I'd be curious. But Yeah, so that would be an interesting. Whoever she would go up against would yeah. be definitely view-worthy. Good deal. Well, that's what we got on the versus front. I was definitely impressed. Swizz, Tim, definitely keep up the good work. Uh, definitely like, share, and subscribe. We are the Bond Chronicles. I'm Mr. Ray Bond on Twitter. Uh, as you can see there at the bottom, we have our other Instagram handles. And my host here, who's blessed me, and our outro is... What? The outro? Really? This, the show's over. Oh, oh. Okay, I thought you wanted me to do like the outro. No, outro. no, no. no. Like, I, was saying, I, don't, I don't know that. Don't, yeah, I'm, I'm Mrs. Bond Chronicles. Lord have mercy. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Bond Chronicles on Instagram, just regular Robin Bond on Facebook. Um, yeah, you can find me all over the place. Yeah. So appreciate it. More bonus content for you guys. Keep it up. We might end up on Patreon. Get y'all to subscribe. Give us some more dollars. Appreciate y'all. Have a good one.